This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here with Daniel Van Kirk. I am here. And our guest on the show is our favorite murderer because she murders this episode. Karen Kilgariff, thanks for joining. It was my pleasure. What a joy. We, talk about, we talk about swords. Oh yeah. Uh, sword uh, stores. Sword yeah. stores. A guy who might have deserved to get attacked. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying he did, but he might have. He's an e athlete. <laughs> yeah, he's an, an e athlete. That's all you need to know. That's all you need right. to know. And Talk about Claudia tiny, and her life changes. Tiny Sasquatches. <laughs> tiny Sasquatches. And the Sheboygan Clogger. Which, you, yeah, that, we need the town's help on that one. This is it. It is sword stores, tiny Sasquatches, <laughs> and the Sheboygan Clogger with Karen Kilgariff. You have to listen to this week's episode of Dumb People Town. It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. 12 original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kelberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash press. It's a good deal. Audio. We're recording. Hi. Hey. Sorry about last week, guys. I'm real sorry about last week. It was Halloween week. It was a lot for me when you have kids. <laughs> also, I got I a real know. bee in my bonnet about making my own Halloween costume, and I did this crazy Hedwig costume. It was really good. I know. I'll show it to you. It's in can my I closet. Talk yet or do I have to wait? No, you, you don't. Can you can talk. talk. You can talk. Um, Rob, Rob Benedict is here, everybody. Rob Benedict. Hey, Rob. Supernatural's Rob Benedict. Thank you. Supernatural, but like everything that you've ever loved. Um, Biz, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Biz. Uh, I, uh, I went on. <laughs> everything. I went to, to listen to a couple of the podcasts. Uh-huh. So I knew the lingo. Yeah. And the first yeah. one that came up when I go to the site is last week. So I was like, oh, this, you know, I settled in without, <laughs> without Busy. Steve's like, uh, so listen, uh, Busy's not here. I'm like, well, I need to listen to Busy's Busy. quit the podcast. No, no, but it doesn't fit into my life. I will say this. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't fit into mine either. And I'm single without kids. Right, exactly, which is what I'm saying. Like, it should be, it more fits into your life than it fits into mine. I've got a lot. I mean, there's like a lot always going. Rob and I have known each other 12 years now. Mm-hmm. He knows. I always and have a lot amazing. going on. Yeah. I'm a big fan of what you've got going on. I mean, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. By the way, yeah. uh, Hedwig 
killed it. Thank you. Yeah, that was Thanks. solid. Hand hand sewed and oh, uh, painted and glued, and I really went for it. So it that went I was on some celeb best of list. It did. It did. It did. That's yeah. good. Sometimes I feel like I don't get put on those because I'm not, you know, I don't know. It's not the right demo for me. I'm not like Joe Jonas. Well, that's I'm definitely not Joe Jonas. Well, Joe Jonas. <laughs> um, Why is that the name I picked? <laughs> is he somebody that people care about? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I think Sometimes I see the Jonas Bros at um, <laughs> Hugo's in West Hollywood. Have you guys, do you guys eat at I've Hugo's? Never seen a G- I've gotten yes. food poisoning twice at that Are time. you serious? And have only eaten there twice. No. no. Six Jeez. years apart. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I love Hugo. I do too. I like the one in the valley better because I haven't gotten food poisoning at that one. I've uh, never had food poisoning at Hugo's. And I used that used to be my office. I used to like roll mm-hmm. calls there. Yeah. I would work there. I loved yeah. it back in the day when Mark and I first started dating. Yeah. Well, uh, it used to be what we were, we would tell people go there if you want to try to see a celebrity when I first moved out here. For sure. You know who was always there for a while? Is he in jail now? James Cromwell. <laughs> <laughs> you know James Cromwell? I don't know him personally. Why would he be in jail? He might be in jail for some sort of obstruction. Wasn't like, it just a movie he was in? No, no, no. Like, I think he... Um, hold on, I gotta see. I'm gonna look it up. He, like, from for protesting. You're some, right. What? You're yeah, right. Yeah, he, like, went to jail. Yeah, he got arrested for protesting. But, I, I mean, don't think like, he's still in jail, though. Well, probably. I hope not. You mean at the, like, the protest... Like, stand, After like Standing 30th, Rock or something listen, like that. June 30th... 2017, James Cromwell is going to jail. Oh, wow. Is it Standing Rock? Is that what he was... Possible. It's not... He's... No. New York plant protest. (laughs) Plant? (laughs) I hope it's not. No, I think it's maybe like a a power plant. Oh, okay. Gas-fired power plant. (laughs) The site of a natural gas-fired power plant was being built. (laughs) Yeah, guilty of obstructing traffic at a December 2015 sit-in. That's BS. He's, um, but after he did Babe Guys, he went fully vegan. I sat next to him once at a dinner party. He was really delightful, but I always used to see him eating in Hugo's. He's great in LA Confidential. He is. Oh my God. He's great in everything. And he's been around for a long time. Like, what was he in? He was in a cult movie back in the day. Wasn't he in like, Mm. uh, uh, he was in like, uh, not Clue, but like something from like the, am I IMDBing him? Yeah, IMDB him. Yeah, he's, not Clue, not, he's the best. But it's something, and he was like, He's like in his underwear at the end. I remember thinking of like James Cromwell in his pants on. Was it, is it like a, an Altman movie or something? Could be. I always oh, think of people in their maybe. underwear in Altman movies. And also just like my favorite thing ever, Julianne Moore with her shirt on and no underwear or anything. Oh my God. When she's fighting in, what, which one is that? Shortcuts. Shortcuts. Yeah. Shortcuts. That's so like good. such a genius thing. Because also like Mark and I have legitimately gotten into fights where I'm like, not wearing pants, but <laughs> <laughs> now you know too much. Um, wait, I can't. S- I don't understand the interface on the new IMDb. All right, I'm looking. You have to first. You go to. I know it's it's difficult. It's really you difficult go to for me. And then just scroll on down. The impact. Your case on your phone has the Instagram symbol on it. Yeah, it, I was. It was given to me. Instagram. It was they given to me Instagram. from Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Did um, you go to their office? I did actually go to their offices last summer, but this was just sent to me. Um, I. Uh, 
RK281. Is that Jesus RKO281? Christ. This he man has, everything. I mean, he's got a billion things. It's, we're never going to be yeah. able to find this. No. Um, I'm going to keep looking, though. Okay, you keep looking. So, yeah, I did go into the Instagram offices uh, last summer, and they gave me, like, all of my important Swag. information. No, no, no. Like, um, how many followers I have, where I should be building followers, um, oh, how much shit. you guys, my, okay. So obviously you all know me for my Instagram story. It's not as my work as an actress, but, um, well, my personal Instagram account has increased. It was something insane. It was like from the month I started doing the Instagram stories to the next month, it increased 300%. And then it like kept like exponentially. Of your followers? Followers. Yeah. Like a year ago. Okay. So now let's look, let's check today. I notice anytime you tag me in one of your stories, I get like a shitload of new followers. It's so funny too. Like I, oh, do you know also... Um, for certain advertisers, the sweet spot is under a million followers because what they're looking for is high engagement. So it doesn't matter that I, so I have 744,000 followers today. What do you have? You have like 500, 600, seven. I don't something. even know. Jesus you don't look? Christ, you guys. Robbie's got the 400 maybe. Hold on. I'm going to look guys. I've uh, got like 48,000, but so not to brag. Robbie has four thirty six, four thirty six. But Damn. so, but, the, but what they look at? That's all alias. <laughs> it's all alias. It's supernatural. It's supernatural, right? And Loudon Swain, his band yep. that plays and people love. I can't find it either. But James Cromwell has been in everything so I mean, much. Guest star in the Rockford Files. If I'm his agent, yeah. I go James. Let's not put Rockford Files on there. I just because. Like, just I'm, like let's get rid of that one. Yeah, I'm let's a, cut you know, that one out. Like I, I had uh, the original 90210 as my was on the. It was like my first job. Whoa, guest star, you know. And I, and after a while, oh my I God, that's just, amazing. Yeah. When they oh. remade the show that you were on, it's time to take that credit off the resume. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You guys, uh, my husband just texted me because I posted something on Instagram before you guys came over here. And I guess it was an autocorrect situation. Our cat's name is Gildo, mm-hmm. but I apparently put Guido. <laughs> Guido. That's a great name for a cat. Gildo. Wait, how do you spell Gildo, do you think? Gil. G I L D O. G-I-L-D-O. Gildo. Like dildo, but Gildo. Okay. I just changed it. <laughs> it's like the male Gilda. Gildo. Yeah. Gildo. Gilder- it's the Rad- masculine Gilda. Mm-hmm. He's, um, he's, he's, it's short for Gildenstern. They came with the names Rosencrans and Gildenstern. And since I'm a theater nerd, I was like, that's cute. Let's keep them. Um, so anyway, guys, again, sorry I missed the podcast last week. We got a lot going on. <laughs> a lot's happening. Yes. Yeah. I rolled my ankle twice last week. So sorry to hear that. Twice. Robbie, I work out every well, day. Second time, shame on you. <laughs> Joining to work True. out after you sprain your ankle. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. Been very open about this. I suffer from anxiety and depression. I'm not currently medicated. And what I do is um, with, with traditional m- medication. And what I do is I have to work out crazy every morning to get my endorphins going for the day or things do not work out for me that day emotionally Mm -hmm. and even still sometimes it's not great but that's why I like really am into my jumpy workout because I get so many endorphins from it so jumpy workout on Friday (laughs) it's kind of not paying attention I rolled my ankle it just rolled I didn't fall down it was a bad roll it's like fuck 
I went home and I put on a really cute outfit. And my shoes had. Robert's <laughs> just for laughing the, at me for the workout. Cute like, outfit for the workout. At, no, after my workout, okay. I went home, and I showered, and I put on a really cute outfit, and I went out for the day, and I like kind of was having this like lovely day by myself where I went. We have to rewallpaper the um, dining room. If you remember the cats, the water damage. Oh yeah. So we have to rewallpaper the water, the dining room. So I'm looking for wallpaper samples I spent like an hour in there and then I went to the Grove and I like tried on some other shoes because they were having a sale and then I got a little (laughs) something to eat and I came home and I where'd you eat at the Grove no, 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 not at the Grove. Farmers you know, Market? I, no, because I'm on the Whole30. I went to the health food grocery store, Erewhon, oh, okay. here in Los Angeles. Yeah. I got a Zatar chicken breast and some did. zoodles. <laughs> Zucchini noodles? <laughs> Zucchini noodles, that's yeah. right. Yeah. You should have named your cat Zoodles, by the way. <laughs> zoodles is amazing. <laughs> well, Mark pointed out last week, he's like, we should have named them chips and salsa. Like, Ooh. what were we thinking? <laughs> Those good. are the things Mark and I love the most, are <laughs> chips and salsa. As it stands, Gildo and Rosie. Let uh, me ask you this. After, because I've been curious, after you finish the whole thirty, yeah, because you've been tweeting about the the cinnamon gummies. I really want them, yeah. What happens after the whole thirty? You just start eating again, whatever you want. Well, no, I mean they have a plan on in the book and then on the website where you kind of like introduce food back in slowly but surely. So you're not eating like food right now? Gummies. No, no, no. I'm eating. I'm eating protein, vegetables and fruit, but I'm not eating any grains, no dairy, no sugar, no soy, no fun, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, for real. no alcohol. What? Mark and I are both doing it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He looks, he's lost 40 pounds. He looks really, no, he, he but, he's, but he does look really skinny. He does look so skinny. He's already skinny. What's so sad skinny. about me is you were like, I can't do that. I can't do that. And I'm going, cool. I could do that. I could do that. And no alcohol. That was made me go. Hey, no. I have to say it's been the one thing that Mark, I mean, we've been smoking pot, but like, it's the one thing where we're bombed. Mm-hmm. Like we love tequila and we have, mm-hmm. and also Robbie has two kids. He knows the pain mm-hmm. and like you have those nights where you're like, let's yeah. have a tequila. Yeah. Daddy and we don't, needs a we drink. can't do that. Wow. At least you got a little, the weed that helps. The weed always helps. Although you can't have the munchies. That's kills you. You can't, yeah. have. You can't have the munchies. I don't get the munchies. When I kind of don't either, Steve, but do you think it's cause we're just smoking like I'm doing like the medicinal high CBD stuff, and I think that that just eliminates Maybe. the munchies. Maybe I smoke regular, and I don't. Uh, I still I've never right. gotten the munchies. Huh. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't really get them. I don't I really get them. I do like do. I you do. do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah, know that. Sure. I mean, not like you did. Like my twenties was all like bag of Doritos. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now it's like that does sound nice. Ben and Jerry's. Ooh, not you bad. go sugar now. Sugar, yeah, sugar, yeah. Last and consistency in my mouth, right? I like the taste of ice cream with a little bit of Heath Bar ice in it. Cream. Oh, you, know I mean? oh, you need a mm-hmm. crunch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. ice cream is something that I think we can all agree on is delicious. Here's what I am going to say, Mark, and I have a thing. We have it together that there is nothing sadder than a grown man eating an ice cream cone. <laughs> That's pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah. And every time we see it, we try to take a picture for one another. It is like, 
depressing as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And if yeah. you are a grown man listening, and I'm looking at you too right uh-huh, now, uh-huh. just get don't, a cup. Get like, a cup. don't don't do the cone. Right. I, but, I never do the cone. Okay, pl- I mean, you know better. You yeah. like instinctually know better. Yeah. It is a sad look for a grown Although man. Although a waffle cone <laughs> is really good. How do you pass up a waffle top yeah. cone? What yeah. about if you just go to Jenny's and you get one of those like waffle discs on the side? Oh, okay. Sure, Even if you're with your kids, I'm still saying a grown okay. man with a cone is like, like sadder though if you're by yourself. That's super sitting sad. on a bench. Yeah. The saddest and a little creepy. The saddest is by yourself. Yeah. 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 And oh, that's yeah, what yeah. we take pictures of and send back and forth. But right. that's good to so know. Fucking funny. Duly noted. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad. I rarely get ice cream out like that, but when I do. I'm throwing on a cone, man, because I just, I'm like, I'm 13 again. Yeah. I love me some ice cream on cones, but now I know. I'm never, or, with, never without the kids. I never right. do that kind of thing. Always now. with the kids, Robbie, or in the privacy of your own home. Sure. So <laughs> even then, it's just, it's, that's right out of the carton. But never, but also never in your car by yourself. Oh, God, no. Do no, you imagine? Nothing in your car by yourself. Holy today, shit. That should be illegal. Today, I was starving. I got my hair done and, like, was running errands, and I needed to be back here by 3.30 for this this business and I was starving and I was like fuck what am I going to eat on the whole 30 I ordered this thing that I knew to pick up to go and I it got it in the car I was like I'm just going to do it and I just scarfed while I was driving which is so gross mm-hmm. and sad and I looked over and there was like a man in a van next to me just like staring as I was shoveling chicken and peppers into my mouth I went to an audition once in the valley and I was like way early because there was no traffic and I was like oh what am I going to do now so I went to the the Mayf- or the Gelson's on Laurel Canyon you know sure. side. And I just went and I got a salad at the salad bar. And I was sitting in my car in the parking lot eating a salad. Like It was lunch. I mean, I just had to eat something before my audition. I was wasting time. And then I go to my audition, come out, and someone on Twitter has tagged me. <gasps> they were in the parking lot and saw me and took a photo of me eating in That's my, my car. That's my favorite thing no. ever. I had a, wait, I had, but I did have a moment today because I had been paparazzied at two of my locations and sometimes what, I mean, well, not sometimes what they do is that they follow you from location to location just to get the maximum amount of photos of you walking Mm -hmm. with bags. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I had the thought that like this guy could still be next to me or behind me. And if he took a picture, it just would be me shoveling <laughs> like food into my yeah. mouth. And then it'll end up, that is the picture that will end up in stars. They're just like us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they eat on the go. <laughs> they eat illegally yeah. in their car. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, um, so you rolled your ankle. So I rolled my ankle, took Saturday off. Oh, so wait, no, oh, my cute outfit. So I came home <laughs> I came home and I was like, oh, my ankle feels weird. And I took off my boots. <laughs> it was like the size of like a softball. Oh my my ankle was huge. I'd been wearing heels. I like yeah. came home after rolling my ankle like an idiot, put on high heeled boots and like went out for my day. I came home. My, so my ankle's the size of a softball. I'm like, uh oh, now I've done it. I got an ice pack out. I elevated, iced. I kind of wrapped it up. And then I took Saturday off. I kept icing periodically throughout the day. And then it felt like it was like kind of better and that I could tape it up on Sunday and go. And so I, yeah, so I took one day off. I went Sunday and Sunday was fine. I was real gentle on it. 
And that <laughs> night it was very, it was swollen again, but I had this acupuncturist lady come and she mm. did her deal. And then I woke up Monday morning and it looked pretty good. It looks like reasonable. Taped it up again, went to my bouncy workout. The last song rolled the fucking ankle. Ow. I know. And then I, and then I was like, Oh, I'm such an idiot. And I left and I was really upset about it because it was just so dumb that I did it again. And so I've been icing it and hopefully it's okay. And then also I was thinking, do you guys remember, you know, I read people magazine religiously. Mm -hmm. Do you guys remember the guy that was on American Idol who died last year after spraining his ankle? What? What? I remember somebody died. a blood clot? Yes. And, he's, how, and he literally is like my age. He was like 38 years old. That's how he died? Yes. He fucking had a sprained ankle. He had rolled his ankle. And <laughs> he's then, devastated right now. And then so he got <laughs> a blood clot and died. And I had a real panic. I have two children. I cannot die right now. Do you know what die. I mean? You're, you're not going to die. Cricket's too little. <clears throat> and yeah. so then that night I had the conversation with Mark, which is this. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell all of you. <laughs> I need him to remarry sooner rather than later because they're girls (laughs) Mm -hmm. and as great as he is, they need a woman in their lives, Mm -hmm. a mom. But I want her to be kind of a hippie because (laughs) because I'm kind of a hippie. What if it's somebody you know? Can it be someone you know? I suggested someone. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. You have an understudy already. I suggested someone that is still single and she's in her 40s and we know peripherally but like via Instagram I feel like she would be a good I'll tell you later I feel like I know but you could tell me later okay I'll tell you later this is not for everyone is this just for Mark and maybe Robbie Uh, to know you know her obviously yeah and uh, <laughs> and if he can't bring himself to th- do that, then he has to let my best friend Emily move in and raise the daughter, raise my daughters with him. Which That's also cool. sounds like a movie. Are you okay, Steve? Are you going to spit that water out? <laughs> I think he could. I could. Oh my god! I was actually, both might happen. He'll marry the hippie, and Emily will come in and help raise the. Kid. I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. Or he'll let Emily and the hippie raise the kid and he'll just go off on his midlife crisis. Never. Mark is so obsessed with those little weirdos. Yeah. He could never. He's so, like Robbie. They're too like weirdly invested in their children. Yeah. We're both weird. <laughs> Modern men. <laughs> That's right. Do you have two girls? Yeah. No. Boy and a girl. Boy and a girl. Um, so what was his response? Just uh, just uh, curious. Like, Was he like, cool? He was listening. There's He's no right answer. Li- there's no right answer and he knows that. You're very much alive. Yeah. And he was just like, okay. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. He did not reciprocate. Like he did not tell me what I should do. So now I'm feeling a little bit like all bets are off. Yeah. Um, oh, no, so he funny. totally was like, okay, well this is, yeah, you can stop now. I was like, but I think you might want to know this, that I feel this way, that I would like for that to happen. Well, you're not going to die. I don't think that's going to kill you. Right. So yeah. anyway, so I've been resting it. I've been icing it. I've been taping it. If I had had time today, I was going to go to cryo. <laughs> Wait, so what? You freeze it? You're gonna yeah. Freeze your yeah, yeah, yeah. That's freeze what it. it would be? Cryo? Have you yeah. ever done cryo? No. You maybe can't because you're stroke. Probably. Which is what we're going to talk what? about today. And I can't, I also can't do roller coasters anymore, which sucks. 
That's really? Not it's not a does me. not seem like a bummer to me at all. I fucking love roller yeah, coasters. Are you like, kidding? I don't like roller coasters. No. Robbie, of course you do. Yeah, that's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that. Um, no, cryo is amazing. And if you haven't done it, it's like this freezing cold chamber that you go into and you burn like a thousand calories, but the, that, and it like reduces all the inflammation in your body. And if you have any injuries, it like helps heal the injuries. Um, and in fact, like, I think it was Dwayne Wade that made it popular. Like he was the one that started doing it. And at the cryo place that I go to, when you first register, it says, how did you hear from, how did you hear about us? And it says like newspaper TV, like internet, Dwayne Wade. Like you literally <laughs> wow. can check that wow. box that you like read an interview with Dwayne Wade. So you go into this chamber. It's, it's fully immersed. B- full, it's a chamber. It's like a room. It's a freezing cold room. You wear like socks up to your knees, Men have to wear like special thermal underwear to protect their junk. Wow. Um, junk protector. <laughs> you wear ear earmuffs. You can wear a hat. What do women wear? I wear I personally wear my underwear and bra. Like I wear like a, like an underwear bra situation. And the socks. Um, how big is the, the and the earbud ear ear? How uh, big is the room or whatever? It's little. It's like a little closet, okay. and it's freezing fucking cold, and you can barely see because it's so there's so much ice being like pumped into it. Wow! And you do it between one and three minutes. One is the least. Three is the most they'll let you do at a time. Although I have seen people come out, wait five minutes, and go back in, and they'll Are play you- any song for you. So normally I go with Kanye West, and you go basically go in for one song. I go in for a song, yeah. I try to make it to three, but normally I'm like two, two and a half, and I'm out. And are you standing or sitting? You're standing, and it is, you think you're going to die. And you have to breathe. You're wearing a face mask, too. I forgot to say that part. Like, just like a medical face mask. You have to breathe really slowly in and out, because you like will freeze your shit if you don't oh my god yeah and you can feel like your nose hairs like you can feel it all starting to freeze and you do kind of panic a little bit there is like the first time you do it you do get like a little panicky so it's so unnatural to be in that kind of cold and also you're like kind of naked you know what i mean like you're just wearing underwear vulnerable um but then you come out and it's like as if you have a brand new body Wow. Well, you know, our friend Scott Speedman immerses himself in those ice baths. Sure. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. He's it's made, the same he's principle. made me do it. Yeah. And you're the whole time you're going, yeah. get, I didn't know that they get me out, but you, you just get out of the bath. But this sounds like, you know, you're kind of trapped in a room. Yeah. I mean, people say it's like why they look young or like right. helps you to look young. They Is do there cry a panic out. button? You can just leave the room. Okay, and you can walk out. Yeah. I, I've heard, what are the things where you, you float in water? Deprivation tanks, yeah. yeah. That sounds freaky. I did yeah. that in New York. How was, was fine. that? I don't know. It was fine. I was like not interested. It was really, it was actually kind of boring to me. I couldn't like get into it. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I'm like, am I supposed to be tripping out? Like, Because you're enclosed in a small space, right? Mm-hmm. Mine, I chose the like non-claustrophobic space okay. because I get claustrophobia. Yeah. yeah. And that actually, the first time I did cryo, I walked in and walked out because I got so claustrophobic because you can't see anything because of mm-hmm. the frost everywhere or like the mm-hmm. the white, like, it looks like steam. It's the opposite of steam. Whatever. Freezing cold air. Mm-hmm. Frost. Frost. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like walked in and was like, nope, nope, can't do this. Can't do this. And then the girl told me a trick. There's a window in the chamber that's like, 
you know, a little bit above eye level. So okay. people can't really see in. And she's like, you just have to focus on the window and you can like kind of see out and then you won't feel claustrophobic. And I did that. That helps. It's crazy though. But then they'll do localized. Like I wanted to go for my ankle today and just do localized. I mean, they, you just like stick your foot in. No, they have like a little machine, uh, like a hose, a giant hose mm-hmm. that pumps the freezing cold air out onto you and they have a special skin thermometer so they're always measuring the temperature of your skin to make sure that it doesn't drop below whatever where skin dies i once fell asleep with an ice pack on my back and got frostbite on my back yeah so they no way they're like they monitor so that you don't get so you don't get frostbite on your skin because you can kill your skin that way um But when you do it, you do that one for like five minutes. They'll do localized for five minutes. And it's the equivalent of icing your knee or your joint or your ankle, whatever. It's the equivalent of icing it for over two hours. Oh, my God. So it's like you really walk out of there and you're like, you feel brand new. Steve, did you have to did you just lose skin or what? Like, (laughs) yeah, it would. I fell asleep. I had a really bad back and I I laid on an ice pack without putting a cloth or anything over it. Just the ice pack on my bare skin. Fucking fell asleep, woke up like in a lot of pain. Oh my god! And like I rolled over and I was like, "Oh my fucking back!" And I went and I looked in the mirror and it was like black. Bruised. It was like it looked like a really dark That's bruise. That's really gross. Oh and then over the next like week or so, like the skin just kind of died and peeled off. And oh yeah. Oh no! I hate that. I got uh, cupped the other day. I do cupping. Yeah. I hadn't done it in like 20 years. I feel like I had a bad one 20 years ago, which is I got bruised and angry, but nothing happened. But this was actually, it helped. Yeah. The cupping? Yeah. I've been having shoulder problems and yeah, this guy came out of the house and he did the, I mean, my back looks like someone beat me up. I've got a great guy real close to here that Walton Goggins gave me. Oh, cool. And he does the cupping and acupuncture. (laughs) That's right. Walton Goggins. I love Walton Goggins. He's the best. Yeah. Um, But he's right down the street and he's amazing. And I was having horrible shoulder problems last year and I went to him and he really helped but also it's emotional yeah well this was emotional too I'm this going guy to my house. acupuncturist tomorrow for are you no I mean shoulder pain cupping. is your is emotional right 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 right. yeah shoulder pain it's it, like it, it, it's, yes the, the, yeah and, and honestly him working on it was emotional do you uh, start crying no we didn't start crying it's like, okay Robbie it's right. it, oh, <laughs> like, it was misty-eyed. Okay, so the reason why Rob Benedict is here, other than we love him and he's been a friend of mine for 12 years, um, is that Robbie had a really crazy thing happen to him a few years ago. How many years now? Five? Four. Four? 2013. Um, Yeah, October 2013. I was at a a fan convention for Supernatural that was taking place in Toronto. You were 42? Yeah. Uh, Let's see, 43. 43. Um, so I was 43. Yeah. And um, um, I was on stage doing a Q&A and a couple actors came on stage and goofing around. were like, yeah, Robbie, because I'm a little guy, people do this. And they kind of picked me up and turned me upside down and kind of shook me around and then put me back up again. And nothing happened. I just, hey, by kept, the way, I didn't know that part. I finished the Q&A and, you know, I, I actually sang a song. It was very emotional and because uh, an emotional song and didn't think anything of it. And then I'm like back in the green room and all of a sudden I got this huge, like this headache over here. And it was like, 
It was one of those headaches that was like, wait a minute. You know what I mean? It's like when you drink too much or something and you're like, I think I'm going to throw up. It was that sort of, it was that. It was like that fast. That fast and that intense. And I was like, that's not right. But of course I kind of ignored it. didn't say anything to anybody. I took some Advil and then, um, and then um, my friend Richard and I were talking with a friend of his and I was trying to ask him a question and I was like, what about, uh, 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 it's like when you're trying to think of something, Jesus but Christ. nothing ever came, uh. right? And this happened for like five minutes and he's going, what? They're doing a bit. They're like, are you doing a bit? And I was like, you know, like, huh, what? Oh, right? shit, Robbie, so, this is making Could you me say really other upset. shit, or you just couldn't no, get couldn't that? No, he couldn't say anything. anything. I, I couldn't say anything. Like, Fuck. my brain went blank. And then I finally, words came back. And I was like, Whoa. And then we went in the bathroom, me and Rich. I was like, Rich, between me and you, I felt like I was having a stroke. That's what I said. And we laughed. I kept, everything's fine. It was all back. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a panic attack. I didn't know what it was. Robbie also, to be fair suffers from some panic yeah has fainted before when you've been standing up at people's weddings that's right i have like it's not like don't lock the knees everybody well robbie locked his knees and passed the fuck out i passed the fuck out i passed out in public maybe three or four times not in a long time but (laughs) but now you know now i'm on you know medication for my depression my anxiety (laughs) and that's what do you take uh i take the uh what with the lexapro no that's what i'm cetraline what is it called what's the the name from um, Wellbutrin, Paxil, Zoloft. No, Zoloft. Okay. Yeah, Zoloft is my jam. Great. For now, like 10 years now. Yeah. Um, and interestingly, after the stroke, they're like up to the Zoloft because anxiety and depression goes like right along with brain injury, right? Mm, so they're mm, like, so they mm, upped. Mm, I was mm-hmm. on like 150 Ugh. milligrams for a while. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like I've been coming down for the past two years because I wanted, I want to eventually get off of it. Sure. Like I'm, I'm coming down. You'll join me in my lack fit classes when you do. Exactly. We'll be jumping on trampolines. Together. I know. I enjoy your Insta posts of thanks, that class. Thanks. Thanks, anyway, guys. so <laughs> then, then, then I'm back in it. I'm taking photographs. I'm signing autographs. At the very end of the day, everybody's done, and I'm my autographs going long. Um, and so I'm signing autographs, and all the other actors have have left. And um, someone comes up to me and says, "Hey, during your Q and A, uh, this is like a, just a fan. This woman said um, you said you were married. Um, what's your anniversary? I'm just curious." And I was like, it's a, which is the most awkward time to have a stroke when you're trying to no. answer a question. I could not, it was, again, it just happened again. Robbie's also been married for a long time. Ever. Yeah, like 22 years. And so I was like, and this was like nothing. You couldn't, it was like you didn't know the language, you didn't know any language. It's like when you're, you're trying to think, it's that feeling like you can't. And were you inside like, your brain like Like when thinking? I couldn't think of Zoloft just now. It's yeah. that feeling, but nothing ever came. Right. But do you know, like when you're inside your brain and this is happening to you in that moment, is it, it's probably hard to remember. Do you, were you like fuck, fuck, fuck? Like what? Were, what? Panic, you know what I mean? I, I You're panicking. Panicked, but I thought I was having a panic attack. That's all I could imagine. Is I'm having a panic attack. I excused myself through sign language. I was like, you know, and I went back to the bathroom. I went to the stall, and I was like, in my mind, I'm going, what the fuck's going on? But I just, I didn't have any words. I couldn't speak, and so I came back out. I ended up finishing autographs. Just. I would hug people and they try to ask me questions. I'm like, ah, and I'd hug them. I just was, cause I couldn't say anything. I, I could Rob is so dedicated to the fans <laughs> that while I would use that as an excuse to get out. <laughs> I was going to finish those autographs. Was finishing his autographs and yeah. hugging people. Right. Well. So then, this uh, is what a good guy Rob Benedict is. <laughs> so at that time, our rooms that we would stay in were in the same hotel. So the, the sort of handlers that are your assistant for the weekend, they, they took me back up to my room and I'm, I'm going, my miming come into the room. Right, 
And they both were like, okay, these two younger women were like, what's going on here? You know, with this Jeez creepo. Louise. Exactly. But they came, you know, they're friends. They came in and I was like, I guess I couldn't not tell, tell them what was wrong. So they were like, I was like, and then I mimed to go ahead and go. I kind of did my hand like, I go. So they left. Oh my God. And then um, the phone rings. And it's my friend Richard who was out with all the actors that were had already finished, and they're all out um, having a, a steak, di- steak dinner in Toronto. And he's like, "Hey, man, come on out!" And I was like, uh, and, "And he was like, what's going on with you?" And I was like, uh, "And he's like, you're hungry. That's the problem. You're hungry. Get over here. This is where we are." And I was like, uh. "And then there's a pause, and she's like, I'm coming back for you." So he gets in a cab and he gets a cab back to the hotel, which is Rich and I were friends at the time. But now, of course, we're like best friends. We we're friends at the time. But it was like a weird sort of let that probably saved my life or made it so that I, I could talk again, because if he would have left me alone, I just want to go to sleep right. and I would have stroked out and who knows what. Oh, my God. And he came over and he came back to the place. He was like, all right, let's get you something to eat. He knocked my door and I was like, Ugh. and he, he was like, are we going to get you something to eat? We ordered food and he puts on the football game. It's, it's Sunday night football. So he's like, um, what do, you, do you know these teams? I was like, mm-hmm. he's like, who's the quarterback? And I was like, uh, banana chair uh, table. Like I couldn't, like all of a sudden I started misassociating words to things. You were saying wrong words. Wrong words. Oh Fuck, my God. it's like the Twilight Zone. And I don't even remember that. That's Richard told me that. Uh, all I remember is that I couldn't talk, but he said you started saying words. Like nonsense. Describing football, uh, the quarterback, just banana or whatever. And um, so he called another friend who had said his uh, grandfather had a stroke. And he put me on the phone with the guy. And I remember, it's my friend Misha, who's ironically the guy who turned me upside down on stage. Misha. And Misha says, um, who's a lovely, wonderful, humanitarian guy. He really is. <laughs> like, he couldn't have, like, God, I'm so sad that this happened to Misha because, like, he's such a great guy. Um, and who knows if that really did it. That's what we're guessing gave me the stroke. Right. We don't know. So then um, Misha said, you know, put Rich back on. He was like, get him to the hospital. So... We pulled those handlers. He pulled those handlers back in. We got a car. They put me in a car, and we're all driving to a hospital. Um, and it just so happens the closest hospital happens to be happened to be a, a hospital with a stroke wing. And, and that was like a, you know, I mean, that was like a, one real saving grace. And we we go in, and um, there's there's like nobody in the waiting room. It's Canada. <laughs> there's nobody in the in the you know the ER. It's all free. It's all free to, if you're Canadian. Oh yeah. shit! Not so. I they I sat down at the interview. You know, when you go into ER and they, mm-hmm. they interview you first. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So what's your name? And I was like. I looked at Rich. I'm like, I, I, I can't, couldn't say my name. So she's, she's like, Rich always tells a joke. That she's like pushing a button under the table. And she's like, okay, why don't you come with me? You know, and before anyone, I'm on a gurney. I'm getting a CAT scan. Next thing you know, I'm at this table. I'm surrounded by doctors. And the doctor says, so you're having a stroke. And Richard and I are like, Richard's are there. Rich and I are like, wait, what the fuck? I was... Rich is joking about this. Well, really, we're just like six hours ago. I'm talking. What? Um, and yet, there is a there was a part of me that was like, yeah, of course I am. Of course I'm having right, a stroke. Right. It made complete perfect sense. Yeah. It's even earlier when I was like, I thought I was having a stroke. Like, because I'm that anxious kind of guy, I go, okay, I've been wishing this on myself, and now it's fucking happening. You manifest it. Yeah. So, um, so he was like, so here's the deal. We have to give you this this shot, which is going to break the clot. That's I I had. Uh, uh, at a full dissection of, of my carotid artery. So this artery on the left side of my, my neck that 
takes blood to your head. There's you have two of them, one on each side. This one was severed, and there was a clot, and so it wasn't even. I didn't even have a pulse over here. I only had one. How pulse did it over sever? Here. That's what they don't know. Jesus they were like Christ. the first thing they asked me in the ER. He's like, so this doctor was, he was real like on a hard nose, not very no uh, bedside no manner. Bedside, yeah. yeah, and he was like, uh, have you been in a car accident in the last three days? I'm like, no, I hit my head like seven months ago and he's like no 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 like this would be in the window of this week and he said anything any he's like have you been to a chiropractor i'm just saying he said that which you know and then i was like uh no uh and i said you know and richard's going well that you know on stage they kind of did this bit with a gentleman he said could have been that but who knows and then he said anyway we we're giving this this shot and there is a an 11 percent chance that this is going to kill you so we need you to give us a verbal okay. Fuck off. Are you kidding? And all I go, no, I hadn't said anything. And all of a sudden I go, Molly. Who's, and and he's like, Molly, who's Molly? Yeah. And Richard goes, that's his wife. That's his, his wife is Molly. <laughs> he wants to ask Molly, you know, and, um, and the doctor goes, I still never forget. He goes, Molly can't help you now. Molly can't help you now. And oh my it, God. For me, I'm going to start crying now. And me and my life too. I was like, because really, when it comes down to it, at the end of our fucking day, it's just you. It doesn't matter if you, you have kids or you're married. It's really just you. And so I just go, uh, I just nodded, right? Uh, uh-huh, 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 you know? And so, sure enough. Did your wife know you were in the hospital no, at this point? No, right? no. She didn't know anything. Right after this, Richard called her. Uh, she was actually doing business in Cleveland. Ugh. And well, we were in Toronto. So she ended up renting a car, driving up, telling the border police that she didn't have her passport, but her husband was sick, and they let her through and she got to me the next day uh, anyway so 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 he gave me this literally the nurse is like at my arm with the syringe like what are we doing you know and and i was like uh, oh my god and yeah so it was it was you know and then i was in the the icu for for a bit and um misha and and the other actors were all there and they're all making phone calls on my behalf like they're trying to get molly through the border they're trying to make phone calls for her they've our friend Bruce, yeah, they, they flew him out from L.A. Bruce I McCoy, remember. you know Bruce, Bruce McCoy? I know he is, yeah. They flew him out. He's my best friend. They flew him out from L.A. Who, who, and he actually brought Molly's passport with him for so we could get home. Um, anyway, just in calling people, letting my yeah. friends know. And you, I know, Busy, you, Mark, got a call. Like, getting, starting an a te- a email chain, you know, so people knew. And... Um, it yeah, so for wor- me, it was, it was the worst. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was yeah, it was awful. And we didn't know... How bad? I'm gonna start crying. I always start crying. <laughs> and we didn't know how bad or. <laughs> you're don't laugh me, at me. No, you're gonna make me start crying. We didn't know how bad or like if Rob was gonna be okay. And obviously, like we all have kids that are the same age. And like, and he was really. I mean, aside from Nikki almost dying, dying from swine flu, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we talked. Did you listen to that one? No, I didn't hear that. That's great. <laughs> I mean, this felt. Nikki almost dying from swine flu was like crazy. Uh-huh. This felt like, oh fuck, our friend is gonna die. Mm. Like, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think in those, you know, when you're the person who's sick, it's almost a different experience, right? My whole, my, my, yes. my only yeah. goal was to learn how to talk again. I mean, I, I almost had it easier and it's everyone else, the surviving people around you that you, that you feel, to, I mean, my wife to this day, like she had a different experience that I had. Right. It was a fucking nightmare for her and it was a nightmare for me too, but in a different kind of right. way. Right. Um, I literally had to just try to learn how to say table. 
Like they would wake me up on the hour that first night when it was awful. It was at its worst. I, I, I mean, ICU is the worst. Yeah. I'm hooked up to all these machines. You've got to like pee in a little like cup in front of pee. Like it's the worst, right? And they'd wake me up on the hour to make sure I was still alive. Were you incapacitated at all, or were you still able to like sit up or uh, roll yeah, over? I could, or? Yeah, I could move. That's the weird thing about it. Is that you, you looked at me in a coma or asleep no. or anything? Just and did you like? As, how soon do they know that the shot works once they give it to you? Uh, Twenty four hours. Oh my god! Twenty four hours. That's a long until that's the a in, long until that eleven percent chance of dying is, is a done. long fucking time until they know that okay, well, you're not probably not going to die from this from that shot. Shit. Um, so 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 and it did end up saving my life and it really it saved my life and I think it's the reason that I'm talking today and that I'm I'm really okay. My you know it's it's. It's a it's a miracle of a story, really. As much of a nightmare as it was, in Toronto they told me my my, my carotid artery would ever work again. So I I I'd do the rest of my life with one one pulse over here, and you have this thing in the back of your brain called the Circle of Willis that's only there to in case this happens, it turns on and pumps blood from one side of your head to the other side. So there's blood on all sides of your so brain. Your cro- so your artery on the one side is never, well, it's still th- dead or they no? Said it, no, it's still, they said it would never work again. And then I came back here and they said, in, uh, in the United States, they said, actually probably 50% chance it'll work again. And a couple months later, I went in for a sonogram and it was fucking, it's back. It's working. Wow. It's all working. It healed itself and the doctor said that I probably have a really good, like, hearty, I don't know what it would be. I imagine like a, a worm getting cut in half. You know, they grow that like they have a little like, a, like extra power ring. Yeah. So it's like extra. So it's actually got a good like base to it now. I think it's in good shape. So the severed, it healed itself. They it didn't healed. sew it no, or anything. I never had surgery or Fuck. anything with that. I, 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 I just had to learn how to talk again, which is a, a deal. When they, when they say that, hold on, we need to talk about you learning to talk again, especially because I mean, we're, we can't even, I mean, you're an actor. Like right. this is your livelihood. It's a deal breaker. It's yeah. a fuck and a singer. Right. This is like everything right. that you fucking do. Right. Um, when they say that it's severed, they is call it, it a d- full dissection of the does carotid it, artery. Does it mean that it collapses? No, it, or it, like, it, what it does it like, do? I don't, it's, it's a full dissection of the carotid artery. It doesn't mean that it went like a, a hose that got snapped in half and it's just dangling strings, right? right. It just means that there was a full tear that you, went all the way into the artery. So it was a full tear. Not a partial tear, but like a full tear. So, so the outside the, the artery tore. So does the blood... So the blood... Stops? The, clots? It, it clots. It, so immediately your blood, this is what's, this is my takeaway from this experience is your body is incredibly fragile uh-huh. and your body is incredibly re- it's resilient. Like, yeah. It's like the perfect like machine, it, right? It, your yeah. blood is made to coagulate if something like that happens so that it stops and then like little bits of the, of the, uh, of the clot went up through the artery into my brain and lodged themselves where speech is formed. And they kill brain cells. Oh my god! So even if right now I, I had a, a scan, you'd mm-hmm. see the dead black spots in my brain where that was. My brain had to relearn how to speak by reforming pathways, going around them, right? Literally reforming pathways <sighs> in your brain. It's crazy. Wow, crazy, crazy resilient, right? Um, so that that's the thing I wrestle with every day, even now. I mean, I, I check my pulse every all the time. I'm always like, yeah, what, well, like. So if you if you if you shook me hello or you pat me on the back real hard, I'm like I'm checking my pulse. <laughs> I'm never patting you on the back or yeah, sh- no shaking shit. you ever. But at the same Have time, you, did you have to have a talk with Speedman? 
Yeah, Stephen's like having a wild animal in your house. He really is, but well, um, in a china shop. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it was it was it was it was a, a long path of recovery. But so it you're in Toronto for like a week? Uh, no, about two weeks. Two I was weeks. there for two weekends. I think it was uh, like twelve days right. or something. Molly you got was to there. fly back. Yeah, Molly was there. They, they basically they kept me there until there was no danger of because you have so much compression when you fly. Worried about it happening again on the plane. I would be so scared to fly. Yeah, I would want to drive. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was on these. Yeah, I was on these. I wanted to see the kids, and it was you know. But I was it was I was on these extreme blood thinners. I was on those like old people blood thinners, like oh, right. warifin. Oh right, which That's is basically right. rat poison is what you give rats right. to like bleed out and die. So right. great stuff. It was awful, and and you had to give up get a, <laughs> a your blood tested every two days to make sure the levels are okay. Because if you take too much, then you bleed out. So there's oh, not like geez. it's not you know, it's not like take one of these every day. It's oh, like God. you know we tested your blood, take a half. Right. So you have to monitor how much you're taking. Every day. But where do you bleed out? Like where? Your body. Your body just just bleeds out. Yeah. Just bleeds out, Steve. (laughs) Steve, even I know that. You just bleed out. Wait, so, okay, so you're there for two weeks. Molly was there. Molly was with me. Bruce Bruce was was there. Rich was there for a little bit of it. Then Rich went home and Bruce uh, was Is this what solidified your best friendship? Yeah. I mean, we definitely have this bond now, right? I mean, kind of saved my life and I own that and... uh, but I like can't imagine like he, for him that decision. I mean, that's I, I think about this shit all the time, but that decision, he's like out drinking with their friends in Toronto, having right. steaks, whatever, right. calls his friend who he's friends with, but they're not like BFFs. Right. And then he's like, you know what? Something's not right here. I'm going to go back. He so easily could have been like, all right, dude, live your life. Right. See, you, see you tomorrow. You know, he jokes like Rob would never pass up a martini and a steak. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If Rob's not coming up, something's wrong. Because you know I mean, me. that is actually true. I'm such a that I, is I actually such true. FOMO. Uh, yeah, I've got to be where the party no is. No one has more FOMO. We could do an entire episode about FOMO and Robbie <laughs> and I would be the guests. Right. I mean, like, yes. No, the only person that has more FOMO than me is Robbie yeah. Benedict. <laughs> So true. It's so, so true. true. In fact, one of my favorite things to do is if I'm with one of our other friends, we have like this very specific group of friends that we go to Coachella with. I do like to send Robbie a photo of us <laughs> hanging out without him just because I know he'll be like, wait, where are you guys? What are you guys doing? Although it's been better in the last few years because you're always gone on these conferences yeah, and you're like, exactly. you know, living that life, which yeah. is great yeah. and so much fun for you. Yeah. And so I feel like it doesn't land as right. hard when I send you pictures of like me and Josh and right. Molly hanging out. I know. Because I literally <laughs> couldn't be there even if yeah, I you're wanted, like yeah. well I'm in Australia guys but have yeah. fun yeah yeah totally. um but so okay so two weeks you you come how you long fly back. before you could start actually talking the rehab talking. yeah so the doctor was t- t- was, uh, was telling Bruce like day two he was like just get, try to get him to talk and I, I, I remember um and the weird did you thing, want to talk or was there a point where you're just like it's exhausting trying to talk it was exhausting but I wanted to it was so frustrating but I wanted to the other weird thing about it, it's aphasia is what it's called is the, yeah. the term yes the, the other thing about do you listen to that Pine Grove song aphasia uh-uh. do you know Pine Grove no oh you fucking love them Rob great they're from New Jersey. They're amazing, and they have an amazing song called, called aphasia. aphasia. I have stress-induced aphasia some, from time to time. Yeah, and honestly, every when I couldn't tell you Zoloft a minute ago, I get I got a pan, I got a panic I because get it all the time. when we start talking about this joke, a lot of times it'll happen. I'll start stuttering and stuff because I'm I'm thinking about it, and I have a panic about it. every time yeah, I forget something. It's stressful. There was a time when I had forgotten to take my Lexapro for like. Three or four days Steve, in a row. What are you doing? This was years ago. And I was driving to Largo to do a show with Jenny Wade. 
or Jenny Slate, sorry. And it's different Jenny. As Very I different was, vibe. Yeah, yeah. Different. Both great, though. One's Both a comedian. Great. So I was driving to Largo, and I hadn't seen Jenny in a long time. And in my head, I was like, oh, my God, I'm really excited to see... Uh, to see in my just thinking of it, I couldn't think of her name, and I was like, really starting to freak out. And then I got there, and I was like, "Hey!" And, and I was forgetting people's fucking names, yeah, just from not taking from, my. Oh, oh wow! Brains app. You get Lexapro. You get brains apps. Brain zaps, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. When you go off Lexapro, you get brains apps. When you go Zoloft, you get more like a. It's a body zap. Yeah. We just feel like you're gonna pass out. You feel like you get this like, oh, like you need to pass out. <sighs> weird. It's all weird. But um, but yeah. So anyway, he trying to get him to talk. So he was trying to get me to talk. So he'd say, "What's your favorite actor?" And I remember one time I took I. It was like playing charades, and I'm trying to mime Jeff Bridges. And it took me forever doing bowling for Big Lebowski. It just took me forever until finally he said Jeff Bridges. I was like Jeff Bridges. And that's the thing about aphasia is if they say it, you say it right back. Right. And then ten seconds. Later, they're like, who's your favorite actor? I'm like, wow. Yeah. So they would wake me up every hour and they'd, they'd show me this, this, these pictures, a table, a feather, a hammock, a pencil. And what is that? And I go, uh, and I'm thinking in my mind, it's that thing you eat on. We're sitting at it right now. It's a, uh, uh, uh. but in my, what I could say is like, is, uh, in your head, do you know what it in is? In my mind, I know. You, you don't you have the word. I know. Yes, I have the you word. I have the concept it. of that. You show me a picture of a chair. I know the concept is that's the thing people sit sit on. But I couldn't th- say that thing people or sit. You know, I can't say anything. I'm just like, and you can't say chair, right? So you're just like, yeah. And so the, then the nurse would say chair, and I go chair, chair, chair. What is that? Uh, wow, that quick yeah. after. Wow. It's bizarre. It was the most. So that, then the gap started to close where she'd say, what's that? And I go, chair. You know, and then two minutes later, I, could, I would forget. But then it would, the gap would close. What's that? 10 seconds later, what's that? Chair. And then it was slowly things would start to come oh back God. in. And it took, um, it, by the time I went home, I'd say I had 40% of my words back. Um, my, my kids, my kids noticed that was really hard. They, they both were crying because I would try to talk and I couldn't say everything. Right. And that's scary. They were littler. Yeah. Then. Yeah. And so, um, um, I did a lot of word games. People gave me books and do word games all the time, speech therapy. And then finally, you know, in the next several months, the words just started to come back, but I had a horrible speech impediment. Right. I had like a career ending like speech. In, like a yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I had nerve damage from the stroke. Somehow I had nerve damage in my tongue so when I stuck my tongue out it would go all the way to one side because it was paralyzed on one side right so it was paralyzed on this side yeah. I was just talking that so it was that too I mean it would be career ending or like you'd have just like a wholly different career then that was would that, be I, yeah. very very different I know sometimes I wish I still had the list because I it would, maybe you'd be working more Robbie yeah. we don't know it would really put me in a box character actor Rob Benedict <laughs> yeah well like who's the actor that has the eyes that kind of shift to the side he has that disease where his eyes Shift back and forth. He used to be in Oliver Stone Who? movies. That actor whose eyes go like this, Steve, they go like... Oliver Stone He was in JFK. Well... He used to work all the time for a specific period of time, and he was like... He huh. would, he'd had these eyes that were got that were like it's a disease where your yeah. your irises go back and forth back and forth back and forth. Anyway. Um, but yeah, not... I been that guy of the, with, but with the lisp. <sighs> so, thank God it, I, I, I healed and, you know... Um, and, 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 you know, I, I feel like now I'm probably at 99.9%, you know I mean? Nice to Magus? 
is a condition that causes involuntary rapid movement of one or both eyes. Yeah, I think that's it. Nystigmus. I don't know how to say this, guys. I'm sorry. Nystigmus. 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 Yeah, it's probably that. Nystigmus. Nystigmus. Involuntary eye movements. Nystigmus. Fantastic. Let's look up Nystigmus actor, and we're going to get to the bottom of this. Are yes. you an expert now in strokes? So you, yes. I mean, just you from, work with stroke organizations now or charities. Yeah, I do a lot of stuff to to and um, you know also uh, yes uh, with the National Stroke Association. I um, give a lot. We give we raise a lot of money for it. Mm. I've done campaigns where we, I have these T shirts that say something about stroke, and then we. People buy the T-shirt, and then the money all goes to the Stroke Association, and then the fans, the Supernatural fans of Supernatural, are just they're pretty amazing, very, very uh, loyal and and um, committed fans, right. and they've been amazing. They do their own charities for the Stroke because of what oh, happened wow, to me. That's yeah, I mean, it really is. Um, this guy? Yep, exactly. His name is Pruitt Taylor Vince, yeah, and apparently Pru- he's on The Walking Dead. Yeah, Pruitt Taylor Vince. That guy. Oh yeah, you know that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Great. he's a great he actor. He has nystigmus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, check it out. Nystigmus. Nystigmus. So yeah, so I do, and and. Um, but wait, how long did the speech impediment last for? I can't remember. Well, um, once once those words came back, I still had a lisp for that lisp. Seven six. eight months. Yeah, I was gonna say and, six. And, and and it was. Um, and I remember thinking like, this is just not going to go away. And literally, it felt like one morning it just was gone. It was just was like finally like because they all they kept telling me it's a nerve damage thing and nerves just take a long time to heal mm-hmm. and that's what it was. Is there anything you can take like for nerve damage like or no. for nerves? No, the I only the only stuff I I took um, even though this had nothing to do with my cholesterol level or anything like that, they gave me that cholesterol lowering drug that everybody uh-huh. takes the statin. Yep. They gave me that a while for a while and now now I just take and I take aspirin every day. Did you find the um, antidepressants were useful? Like, did you did, were did you go through a period I know that traumatic brain injury and maybe I guess strokes are in the same category like people get yeah. that severe depression mm-hmm. from it yeah. did you have that yeah I did and, and, and excessive fatigue too that's another thing like you just like, had to nap all the time yeah because your brain I think is just healing was there so. ever pain involved with this no headache that's it H- headache was the headache just the one day that you had the stroke or did it linger uh, no it happened for that first week yeah. um, I would have headaches um, but it was no, it really. That's what was weird. If you came in and saw me in the hospital bed, hospitable, hospitable bed, hospitable, hospitable bed, hospitable bed. <laughs> <laughs> you saw me in the hospitable bed. Um, see, totally healed. Um, you would have, you would have. I looked exactly. The, I mean, Speepin came up. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Because he, he, he says it happened on his turf because he's I mean, from Toronto. He's yeah. Such a jerk. And uh, so <laughs> turf. He came in and I'm and I'm totally look fine. Right. And you're like Robbie, you look great. And I go, yeah. God. So um, I seem to remember. I mean, growing up in in high school and college, like in health classes and stuff. And I don't, you, I don't hear this as much anymore. But they were always, they would always teach you should everyone should be aware of the signs of a stroke, right? Because it, like in your case, you can fucking save someone's life right. just from recognizing he can't say a right. fucking word, right? And 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 that's you know, thank God Richard just his instincts did that. But yeah, I did this thing because fast is what they say, fast, right? Yes, think fast, get in the hospital fast, right? Because if you get that shot, which has an eleven percent chance right. of killing, killing you, you, but if you but get the shot, yeah. it saves your life so, and saves your ability to speak and. Motor skills and all that. Right. So fast is actually a anachronism? Yes. Anachronism. So F- an acronym. 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 An acronym or acronym? Acronym. Acronym. An acronym. An acronym. An acronym. Bingo. So F is 
Face A is face if your face is drooping. Droops. Uh, a is arms if an arm can't move. Um, or you have limited S movement. S is speech. Uh, S is speech. And T is, used to be time, but now they're saying T is tongue. If you have that tongue thing that I have, you stick your you tongue out and it goes, and it goes to, one to one side, just get to the hospital right away. Just it, it's, it's all about time. Guys, fast. Yeah. Let's fast. remember it. So I did this thing where I, I, I put it on the board and I did it. And literally, I still, have a handful of people have come up to me and said, like, that saved my grandfather's life. That thing. Yes. The, and it saved my grandfather's life. And. That's well, hopefully happened. we'll help some people today. Yeah. We're it no does, doctors I mean, helping people. We're no doctors. We're no doctors, but you should 100% know the signs, <laughs> signs of, of a stroke. stroke. Yeah. yeah. And especially yeah. like, I do think, I mean, that's, it's amazing that like you help, you know, save the life of a grandfather. But I think for me as your friend, what was so shocking was Robbie's age mm-hmm. and level of health. I mean, look at this mm-hmm. man. It's great looking yeah, yeah. in shape. <laughs> Works out. Yeah, I was like working eats out. Eats all right. Yeah. Drinks a lot. Drinks a lot, but, <laughs> but drinks a lot. <laughs> drinks a, a lot, but at the same time. At the same time. Drinks a, he- drinks heavy, a lot. Heavy <laughs> no, you're good. But I mean, just like, you know, early 40s. Like, this is not someone that was a grandpa. This is like our friend who is, who's in his early 40s. It can also hit. You know, I, I heard an interview with Aubrey Plaza who had a stroke in her 20s. What? I heard that. Why yeah. did she have a stroke in her 20s? Just I was at a that. party and couldn't fucking talk. Or Frankie Munoz had a stroke right. when he was like 18, right? Yep. And now he's on Dancing with the Stars, guys. So anything is possible. <laughs> I was on Malcolm in the Middle when I was um, a, teen, a teen actor. Oh, yeah. 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 I was 19 when I was on Malcolm in the Middle. It was a good show. I don't remember. I don't even. I never really watched it, and I don't even know if I watched. I know it was. Yeah, I'm friends with Linwood uh, Linwood Boomer, the creator. Oh, I bet he has a lot of money. Pretty nice house. Yeah, I bet. I went to uh, uh, I went to their house. Him and Tracy Katsky, his wife, had she produced a pilot I did with Craig Robinson, and Mm -hmm. we had a screening of the pilot at their house, and it was so crazy that I was like. If you ever need a house sitter, because they had a fucking water slide. I was what? like, if you ever need a house sitter, I will house it. And they're like, actually, we're going to France next week. No. Do you want to feed our dogs? And I was like, yes. Yep. And I stayed there, swam. They have a zip line. They have what? trampoline. Do they have kids? They have kids, yeah, yeah. To be awesome, it's just for them. No, <laughs> yeah. I like that idea. Um, that's awesome. And wait, what? Did, so, what did Aubrey Plaza? Did she say anything about that? I don't remember. I I think it's on Mark Maron's podcast. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you, then it. people come out of the uh, out of the woodwork going, "Oh, I had a stroke actually." And I, I talked to a friend. I was at UCB one. I don't know if I should say their name, but I was at UCB one night, and I'd been having verti- bouts of vertigo, and I was like, "Hey, have you ever had vertigo? Did you ever?" get dizzy and my friend was like I had vertigo once but it turned out I had a stroke I was like oh <laughs> god damn it Aubrey Plaza had a stroke when she was 20 years old yep um, that caused aphasia and um, and um, some let's see temporarily paralyzed and expressive aphasia. I would yeah. love to. T- I mean, that's the thing is like, I'd love, I love to talk to, you know, would love I, to talk to her about it. I'm just incredibly intimidated whenever I meet her. 
I'll be fine. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I've known her for a long time. She's not. She's very sweet. She's very sweet, but she's got that cold, dead stare, and it really intimidates me. I could understand what was happening, but I couldn't talk or communicate. The star explained. Right. Like, you could say something, and I would know what you meant, but I couldn't express it or even write it. That was the weirdest part. Right. When it first happened... Write it. They asked me if I could write, too. I tried to write, and I couldn't... To me... When it first happened to me, I was paralyzed, but I was so young that my brain healed itself really fast. Yeah. I was lucky. Well, and that's what they said to me, too. Like, actually, my, uh, of course, Your I'm not, not 20, but my, uh, you know, being... Relative youth. Relative youth. Um, the other funny thing is, like, when you, when I left the hospital, they gave you this pamphlet, like, so you had a stroke. No. And on the, yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the stroke family. Oh, no. Exactly. And on the cover, it's, like, two really old people, uh, like, holding each other. Holding each other. And you're like, uh, I am... That ain't me. No. <laughs> No. And the Look other, at this. And the other funny thing is checking out of a hospital in Canada is like checking out of a hotel because they give you the bill. They give you a super bill. As, a, as an American, you've got to pay the bill. So we had to like call our credit card companies and like, hey, so you're going to get this heavy, big, big time charge. And yeah, they were like, okay, so that's going to be $85,000. And they don't deal with insurance at all? No, so you we can't, have to do it all. You, I mean, I get that. Like, I get that you would have to submit the bills or whatever, but that seems crazy. How does, how does one pay $85,000? At yeah, a time, like lines of credit and stuff. But, but then, how the fuck do you do that? Well, you well we just charged it. What if you can't? Yeah, I don't know. What if you say? What if you're okay, guys? Okay, I wish we could go back in time. Okay, mm-hmm. Pe- anyone listening in Canada, find this out for me. What if you're from the U.S. and you're like, I can't, I can't pay this bill at all. Mm-hmm. What, what do happens? they do? Eventually, just goes to debt collectors. You think you're really haunted, you're haunted by that for fucking forever? Really, you think? I think so. Yeah. You used to pay it off in installments. Yeah. Or month by month. They usually will. Or maybe they set up a payment they'll, plan. They'll set up a payment. Like you plan. guys probably like paid it because you knew you had good insurance. You would get the money back, we or did. you would get it back. Yeah. Or most of it, or most whatever. Of it. Yeah, yeah. Most of it. SAG was not so great, but my, but my wife has really good insurance through her work, and so that's thank what, God. Yeah. Molly, Molly can help you now. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Doc. Take that, <laughs> yeah. Doc. So I hate just, hearing that SAG wasn't great, and you're like, they but just, I was yeah. there for a. An acting a related gig, yeah. That's actor related. Yeah, she was. She had United Healthcare, and United at the time she doesn't anymore. But United Healthcare was like they had the special uh, like section for people who have got sick out of the country. So they literally booked our flights home. Oh my god, amazing! Yeah, they that's like great. really flew us home, and they yeah. Oh, that's first class tickets too. It was like yeah. Oh. I mean, by the way, you've just had a fucking stroke. Right. You should be flying first yeah. class. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> in, in a total. Panic. Is there anything? Because the whole time I'm going, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. The whole time you've got your hand on your artery. Did they give you like, did you get to take some Ativan or some stuff on the way home? Like some Uh, anti-anxiety drugs? Yeah, they gave me a, uh, they gave me, what's the one that starts with a Z? Not Zoloft, but Xanax. Xanax. I love a Xanax. Xanax is good. Listen, are there any things that you, in the last four years, like you've had to stay away from, you can't do, you can't. Well, the doctor said, you know, he said. So no know, roller coasters. Right. He's, he basically said, because uh, then I came here back to the United States and I, and I, I saw a neurologist at, at UCLA that I went to for a little bit. But he was like, uh, when the, my artery healed, he was like, you're good to go. And I was like, but, and he's like, yeah, you know, don't do any uh, full contact sports. Don't do any. No more, no more, no more uh, football No more for football you. for me. No more boxing. Ugh. And he's like, and I would avoid roller 
roller coasters, you know, anything that would give you kind of whiplash, that kind of whiplash thing. But he was like, look at it like you had a broken leg and the little leg healed. No reason to think and it'll break it, again. God forbid, if so you get if you got into like thing. a car accident or something, so. would you like immediately go to the hospital and get it checked out? Well, I should probably, I guess. I don't. You know, I mean, this I don't, is a hypothetical. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I do. I haven't really thought about that. I should, probably should. You know, I'm, I'm definitely hyper aware of my body now more than ever. Not that I'm taking great care of it. I mean, I'm trying. <laughs> and I'm, you know what I mean? I'm, do you work out? I do. I work out three times a week and with a trainer. You lift weights? I do. And does your trainer know about the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And we don't... I don't do... Like, I used to do kind of... Um, what's it called? Uh, CrossFit. I don't do that yeah. anymore. Right? Now we just like... Um, just like just working out to get in shape. I don't yeah, do yeah, yeah. crazy stuff. Keep it to keep it in shape. Just to keep it in shape. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I can. As much as I can. And you know, going on these cons, like, you know, that's it takes a lot of energy and What about certainly... the flights? What about those like long haul flights you go on for the cons? Like yeah, it's to okay. Italy and yeah. all over the world, guys. Robbie goes all over the yeah. world yeah. for these cons. Yeah, you do, do the same as we all should do. You get up and you walk up and down and get the blood circulating. Yeah. Right. You know. I do like crazy um like leg Oh yeah lifts and movements. Do you wear like compression socks? Yeah, do you? you travel? Well, that wasn't his problem though. You didn't yeah, have a no. blood clot that started in your leg. No, I, I don't. I, sh- I did. That's like a pul- pulmonary embolism, isn't it? It's uh, the maybe. ones that start in your legs. Good call. Yeah. I think Boom. Right. You really are I'm doctors. Not a doctor. Wow. <laughs> Honorary. Or am I? Um, yeah. So now it's, it's basically just living my life, you know? Wow. God. So fast is what you need to remember, guys. Mm-hmm. If you take something away from this, Yep. Other than this crazy story. Yeah. But hey. Know the signs. Yeah. Be it also, also, I think the moral of this story is be a fucking good friend, guys. Yeah. Be yeah. a Richard. Yeah, he was an MVP. Show be a Richard. Up. <laughs> Show up. Don't be a jerk. If you're in Toronto, yeah, you're having your martinis. If you have a friend who can't talk, don't well, finish your steak. Go, yeah, your go get your friend. friend. You know what's fun, too, is every year we go back to uh, Toronto? Toronto, and on Sunday night, everybody stays, because it's it's Canadian Thanksgiving on Monday, always when we're up there, so uh, the guys who shoot the show in Vancouver, Supernatural, in Vancouver, they've got the next day off, so everybody stays Sunday night, and we all go out and have the Rob Benedict Memorial Stroke Dinner, is what we call it, oh, <laughs> even though oh, I'm alive. Oh, the joke's like, guys, God. I'm alive. I'm right here, but anyway, I got to go out and finish the meal I never made. Yay! Yeah. I best, love that. Best, That's a great best steak I've ever had is in Toronto. Really? Where? A place called Chiado, which is uh, Portuguese, so it's mostly seafood. Steve, please stop. Wow, which I'm, it is true. I was there for the Toronto Film Festival, <laughs> not to name drop, but with Ellen Page. We went to this place, Chiado, Chiado, and I don't like seafood, so I had the steak. Oh my god! And she had the octopus, and we were both like, "I think we should cancel our flight tomorrow and eat and and come back here tomorrow night." Oh my god! Seriously? For real? And you did. What's the name of this restaurant in Toronto? Chiado. Chiado. Huh? Is it famous? I don't know. Have you looked it up? It's I I, no. All right. Well, I don't. But it's amazing. Uh, awesome, yeah. And so every year we, we we go back and we do that. We have the the joke too was that it's the same dinner they have they've been holding for me for a year. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, we, we we go back still, and you know it's it's turned into this this you know finding joy in it, right? It's, it's a miracle. I'm here, and it's all good. It's all yeah. Good. I mean. It is a fucking miracle. Yeah. Live and it was life, super scary. Exactly. Shit's going to happen. Yeah. I know, but it's also like, yeah, I think that the, I think that 
remembering that like paying attention to people and getting outside of yourself. Chiado, I found it. C-H-A, yeah, that's it. Chiado, It's on like college in Ossington, I think. Wow, great. Listen. We're No Doctors, brought to you by you're going, Chiado. You're going back soon, I bet, huh? To Toronto? I just yeah. went. I was just there. Oh, that was just it? Yeah, you yeah. just had it? Um, it was in October. Their Canadian, their Thanksgiving is different than ours. Yeah, I vaguely remember it's when I was... Beginning of October. When I, I like haven't worked in Canada in a million years. Yeah? I used to work there all the time. And now, no, not so much. Huh. I've never worked there. It's probably because I've said I won't work anywhere except for Los Angeles because of my children. That's probably why. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot all those CW shows up there. I'm, I'm, I'm over the age limit, Robbie. Supernatural. Come to Supernatural. A There's a ton of other shows that shoot up there. Yes, yeah. but I do. I have given the directive. I actually was like not annoyed at my agents, but like I sent this email last night about some show that I was like, wait guys, why wasn't I considered for this thing? And I know that I keep saying that I'm not really an actress anymore, but I am. And, uh, I was like, wait, what, what happened with this show? Like, I love this. I love this idea and I love this person and da, 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 da. And they wrote back, you told us you will not work outside of Los Angeles. So we can't, we can only do what you tell us, Busy. I, I was like, prefer to only work outside of Los Angeles. You know, but you don't have two kids that are in school True. and you're not a mom and True. it's fucking hard, man. I'm, they're already going to be in therapy because I'm an actress and you know what I mean? And like all the stuff that comes along with that. And like to then on top of it, be like, I'm sorry, I'll see you in two weekends. Like I can't do that to those little people. They didn't sign up for this. I'm the asshole that decided to have them. Yeah. You know, I got to like, be good to them. Vice principals was different only because they were shooting it over the summer and we, the they, whole North family, Carolina? South Something Charleston, there. greatest, greatest place ever. I Charleston. love the Carolinas. I really fell in love. Didn't you go back just to visit, just to visit We've friends? We've gone back every sum, summer since. That's I like awesome. made local friends, Birdie and, Cr- well, Cricket. Yeah, Cricket made a friend. She did. <laughs> She's so little. Um, well, Robbie, we're so glad you're alive. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for letting me come on and talk about Thanks it. Thanks for talking yeah. about it. And I really think that this is going to be helpful to people out there in yeah. the world. And um, even if it's not, it's a crazy fucking story. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, at least it's a great story. Where can yeah. people find you yeah. on social networking? Is it just at Rob Benedict? At Rob Benedict on Twitter and at, the, uh, at Instagram, it's at R.O. Benedict. There's just one B. But you're verified. You've got the check. Yeah, yeah. So you look for that check, people, That's right. That's and then right. get back to me. Um, and then <laughs> and then you're in Richard's show. Yeah, Kings of Con is a, the show that we we did about sort of uh, the a comedy backstage at conventions. Um, oh. Yeah, so we season two is uh, season one is on uh, iTunes, Amazon. Great. Go check it out. Season two is in the works right now. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Robbie, thanks so much. All right, guys. Well, listen. Thus concludes another episode of We're No Doctors. Take everything that we say with a grain of salt, though, because... We're no doctors. I'm going to go have a nervous breakdown. No, you're fine. You're fine. Hey, everyone. It's me, Steve. AG. You know... I'm here to let you know that Starburns Audio has a new survey. Uh, Just go to starburns.audio slash survey. Um, We're trying to get to know our listeners a little bit better. Uh, And it only takes a few minutes, I promise. But uh, it makes a massive difference to the podcasters 
at um, Starburns Audio. Believe me, we uh, are trying to get to know a little bit more about you, what you like, what you don't like, um, ideas you may have to make things run smoother. Um, this really is a helpful survey. Um because currently podcasting is still kind of like the Wild West. We still don't know a lot. It's uh, it's a new medium. Um, so your responses make everything a lot easier. Uh, it's incredibly helpful and uh, incredibly quick. So again, just go to starburns.audio slash survey and uh, fill it out. Help Help a brother out. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hello. I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Yunt. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. And he's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. <laughs> suicide Buddies. <laughs> That's the title. One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, one of the reasons it's possible that he killed himself <laughs> is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh. Check out a clip. It also makes me think, like, we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how, like, just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like, yeah. he's in a castle in Poland. He's Like, I mean, if yeah. you lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. <laughs> 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 That's like literally what happened to Batman. <laughs> he literally is in his mansion. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a, a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a <laughs> bat. I'm a, I'm I'm a bat. bat that helps people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bat that helps people. I'm a, I'm a rich... I don't know what you want from me. And uh, my, and my a... girlfriend, she's a cat. She's a cat. My she, girlfriend's she, a cat. She steals things. She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a bat. I help people. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My. Uh, my... <laughs> 